Nanny Doss, born Nancy Hazel, was an American serial killer responsible for the deaths of 11 people between sometime in the 1920s and 1954. Doss was also referred to as the Giggling Granny, the Lonely Hearts Killer, and the Black Widow, and the Lady Bluebeard. Doss finally confessed to the murders in October 1954 after her fifth husband had died in a small hospital in Tulsa, Oklahoma. In all, it was revealed that she had killed four husbands, two children, one of her sisters, her mother, two grandsons and a mother-in-law. Nanny was born on November 4, 1905 in Blue Mountain, Alabama, now part of Anniston. She was born to Louisa Lou Neeholder and James F. Hazel. Nanny was one of five children. She had one brother and three sisters. Both Nanny and her mother hated James, who was a controlling and abusive father and husband. James would force his children to work on his family farm, refusing to let the children go to school, resulting in Nanny's poor academic performance. At age nine, while the family was t- taking a train to visit relatives in southern Alabama, Nanny hit her head on a metal bar on a seat in front of her when the train suddenly stopped. For years after, she suffered severe headaches, blackouts, and depression. Doss blamed these and her men- the mental instability on that accident. During childhood, her favorite hobby was reading her mother's romance magazines and dreaming of her own romantic future. Furthermore, her favourite part was the Lonely Hearts column. Nanny's father forbade the Hazel sisters from wearing makeup and attractive clothing as he believed it would prevent them from being molested by men. He also forbade them to go to dances and other social events. Nanny was first married at age 16 to Charlie Braggs, her co-worker at the linen factory. With her father's approval, they married after four months of dating. Braggs was the only son of a single mother who insisted on continuing to live with him after he married. Nanny later wrote, I married, as my father wished, in 1921 to a boy I only knowed for about four or five months who had no family. Only a mother who was unwed and who had taken over my life completely when we were married. She never seen anything wrong with what she'd done, but she she would take spells. She would not let my own mother stay all night. Bragg's mother took up a lot of his attention and limited Nanny's activities. The marriage produced four daughters from 1923 to 1927. The stressed-out Nanny started drinking and her casual smoking habit became a heavy addiction. Both unhappy partners correctly suspected each other of infidelity and Bragg's often disappeared for days on end. In 1927, the couple lost their two middle girls to suspected food poisoning. Soon after, Braggs took first daughter, a firstborn daughter, Melvina, and fled, leaving newborn Florine behind. Braggs' mother died not much later, and Nanny took a job in a cotton mill to support Florine and herself. Braggs bought Melvina back in the summer of 1928, accompanied by a divorcee with her own child. Braggs and Nanny soon divorced, with Nanny taking her two girls back to her mother's home. Braggs always maintained he left her because he was frightened of her. Her second husband was Robert Franklin Harrelson. They met and married in 1929. They lived in Jacksonville with Melvina and Florine. After a few months, she discovered that he was an alcoholic and had a criminal record for assault. Despite this, the marriage lasted 16 years. 
Melvina gave birth to Robert Lee Haynes in 1943. Another baby followed two years later, but died soon afterwards. Exhausted from labor and groggy from ether, Melvina thought she saw her visiting mother stick a hat pin in the baby's head. When she asked her husband and sister for clarification, they said Nanny had told them that the baby was dead and they noticed that she was holding a pin. The doctors, however, could not give a positive explanation. The grieving parents drifted apart and Melvina started dating a soldier. Nanny disapproved of him and while Melvina was visiting her father after a particularly nasty fight with her mother, her son Robert died mysteriously under Nanny's care on July 7th, 1945. The debt was diagnosed as asphyxia from unknown causes and two months later Nanny collected a $500 life insurance she had taken out on Robert. In 1945, Harrelson raped Nanny. The next day, she put rat poison in Harrelson's corn whiskey jar and he died that evening. Nanny met her third husband, Arlie Lanning, through another Lonely Hearts column while travelling to Lexington, North Carolina. I married him three days later. Like Harrelson, Lanning was an alcoholic womanizer. However, in this marriage, it was Nanny who often disappeared, and for months on end. But when she was home, she played the doting housewife. And when he died of what was said to be heart failure, the townspeople supported her at his funeral. Soon after, the couple's house, which had been left to Lanning's sister, burned down. The insurance money went to Nanny, who quickly banked it. And after Lanning's mother died in her sleep, Nanny left North Carolina and ended up at her sister Dovey's home. Dovey was bedridden, and soon after Nanny arrived, she died. Looking for yet another husband, Nanny joined a dating service called Diamond Circle Club and met, soon met Richard L. Morton of Jamestown, North Carolina. They married in 1952 in Emporia, Kansas. He did not have a drinking problem, but he was adulterous. Before she poisoned him, she poisoned her mother, Louisa, in January 1953 when she came to live with him. Morton died three months later on May 19, 1953. Nanny married Samuel Doss of Tulsa, Oklahoma in June 1953. Doss was an Azerian priest who had lost his family to a tornado in Carroll County, Arkansas. Samuel disapproved of the romance novels and stories that his wife adored. In September, Samuel was admitted to the hospital with flu-like symptoms. The hospital diagnosed a severe digestive tract infection. He was treated and released on October 5th and Samuel died on October 12th. 1954. Nanny killed him that evening in her rush to collect the two life insurance policies she had taken out on him. This sudden death alerted his doctor who ordered an autopsy. The autopsy revealed a huge amount of arsenic in his system. Nanny was promptly arrested. Das confessed to killing four of her husbands, her mother, her sister, her grandson, and her mother-in-law. The state of Oklahoma centered its case only on Samuel Das. Nanny Das was prosecuted by J. Ed Howard Edmondson, who later became governor of Oklahoma. She pleaded guilty on May 17, 1955, and was sentenced to life imprisonment. The state did not pursue the death penalty due to her sex. Das was never charged with the other deaths. She died of leukemia in the hospital ward of the Oklahoma State Penitentiary in 1965. She is buried at Oak Hill Memorial Park in McAllister, Oklahoma. 
If you like that, then listen to our main show every Wednesday on all good podcast providers. It's Alive Alive, the really, really fake true crime horror podcast. All the guts and gore, none of the guilt. See you on Wednesdays.